0: Bless Palm Sunday to you from Encounter God's Truth, a weekly broadcast outreach of Whitcomb Ministries. I'm your host, Wayne Shepherd, and each week we strive to bring you timeless truths for changing times. It's become an Easter tradition for us to welcome a very special guest teacher to our program, Dr. Woodrow Kroll. Dr. Kroll has joined us for Easter and Eats in the last two years, and you can find these broadcasts along with other special messages he's given to us at sermonaudio.com slash For 23 years, Dr. Kroll served as president and senior Bible teacher for the international radio broadcast, Back to the Bible. Now, through Woodrow Kroll Ministries and the Helios Projects, he's providing biblical education for pastors throughout the world who lack access to formal theological education. Dr. Kroll will be here this week and next to bring us brand new messages for this Easter season. He always encourages us to continue to trust that God's Word is true from the beginning to the end. In fact, Dr. Kroll is going to challenge us with the fact that we must really believe, we must be certain in our hearts and minds, that Jesus actually rose from the dead on that first Easter. And he'll also help us understand why Christ's death and resurrection were absolutely essential to our faith. So, here now is our guest teacher, Dr. Woodrow Kroll, to speak to us about Mary Magdalene, the star of the first Easter. If you're able, you'll want to follow along with us in John chapter 20.
1: Obviously, Jesus is at the very heart of the resurrection. After all, he is the one who was raised from the dead. But beyond Jesus as the lead, there is a very interesting supporting cast to the story. And one supporting actor in particular is of interest to us today, and that is Mary Magdalene. You've probably heard a lot about her recently uh, from books and movies, uh, none of which is true, of course, but We're going to go to John chapter 20 today to find the truth about this star of the first Easter, Mary Magdalene. John chapter 20, verse 1 says, Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. There are lots of things I learned about how I should respond and you should respond to the Lord Jesus from this woman, Mary Magdalene. The first thing right here in verse one is that Mary was anxious to honor her Lord. She came to the tomb while it was still dark. while the stone had been rolled away and she didn't even know that. She was so anxious to honor the Lord that she got up early on that first day of the week and came while it was still dark to give honor to him. Now, the other women with Mary were also there to provide spices for the dead body of Jesus. The Jews did not embalm. They spiced bodies, and that was simply to take away the stench of a rotting body after death. But Mary Magdalene and these other ladies are there specifically to honor the Lord Jesus Now, my life and yours needs to honor the Lord Jesus as well, not with spices, but with other ways that we live and other ways that we honor and worship him. Mary Magdalene is a star of this first Easter because she was anxious to honor the Lord. Let me read on. This is verse 2 of John chapter 20. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Now, Mary was not only anxious to honor her Lord, she was anxious to tell others about the Lord as well. Tell others that he was alive. Tell others that he had raised from the dead. It's important that we tell others about the Lord Jesus, isn't it? It's important we tell others that he's alive, and there's good proof for that. But it's also important we recognize that we need to be anxious to tell others about Jesus, just like Mary was. Just like Andrew was, John chapter 1, verse 41. Andrew was anxious to tell his brother Peter that he had found the Messiah. And just like Philip was, John chapter 1, verse 45. Philip was anxious to tell his friend Nathaniel that he had found the Savior. Here, Mary Magdalene was anxious to tell the disciples that Jesus is alive. So may I ask you today, who are you anxious to tell that the Lord is alive? Is it a neighbor? Is it your spouse, maybe? A friend, someone who works at the plant or at the office. Who is it that you know, that needs to know that Jesus is alive today? Mary Magdalene is the star of the first Easter because she was anxious to honor her Lord and she's the star because she was anxious to tell others that her Lord is alive. Oh, but there's more to this story. I read on verse 8 of John chapter 20. It says then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed for as yet they did not understand the scripture That he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their houses. In Mark chapter 9, Jesus healed a boy who had a demon. And the Savior first interacted with the father. Chapter 9, verse 21 of Mark says, Jesus asked his father, how long has it been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it has often cast him into the fire. And into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything. Have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him. If you can't. All things. Are possible. For one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said. I believe. Help my unbelief. Now you see Mary. And this father in the story that I just read to you from Mark chapter 8, Mark chapter 9 rather, Mary was no difficulty, had no trouble at all believing that Jesus is alive. I find that quite remarkable. All things are possible when one believes. Now, that's not a guarantee that anything we believe is going to be happening. Anything we believe is is possible. It means that nothing happens unless we believe. Just because I believe it doesn't make it so. But if I don't believe it, it isn't going to happen. If you want to tell someone else that Jesus is alive this Easter season, if you want to be a witness to the risen Lord, you have to believe. You have to believe with every fiber of your being that it's not only possible that Jesus is alive, it's factual. It really did happen. Resurrection Sunday is an important day of the calendar because it marks the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Mary had no trouble believing that. In fact, she believed it immediately. And as a result of believing it immediately, she was anxious to tell others about that. She was anxious to tell Peter and John and eventually all the disciples that Jesus is alive. And she was anxious to do that because she wanted to honor her Lord. See, this is kind of a package story. If you want to honor the Lord... You're going to want to tell others that he's alive. And if you want to tell others that he's alive, you won't have any trouble yourself believing that he's alive. And after all, you don't want to lead your friends astray, do you? You have to believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ before you tell others about the resurrection. Well, let me read on here. John chapter twenty. We're at verse 11 now in the story of Mary Magdalene, the star of the Easter Sunday. It says in verse 11 But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stopped to look into the tomb. That's interesting, isn't it? And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now, that's the second time we've encountered this expression, isn't it? Mary said, they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where he is. See, Mary didn't have a good theological handle on the resurrection. She just looked in the tomb, and Jesus wasn't there. And she knows she didn't take him away. She knows the disciples didn't take him. She says they. She didn't know who it was. But they took her Lord away. And that was of great concern to Mary. Mary wept for the supposed theft of the body of Jesus. Now, the way John records this removes any room for the crazy belief that the followers of Jesus stole the body to make people think that Jesus had actually risen from the dead. The narrative of all four Gospels is that Mary did not know where they had taken the body because she knew they hadn't taken. The disciples hadn't taken the body. The ladies with her hadn't taken the body. She doesn't know who took it. But she knows this, it wasn't the followers of Jesus. So you see, today we have a lot of people who say, well, Jesus was just swooning in the tomb and he he came back to his senses and the, the disciples came, they rolled the stone away, they stole the body, they left the grave open so that people could see that Jesus had risen, when in fact, he hadn't really risen. All he did was. Get his body stolen. But Mary wept outside the body, outside the tomb with the body missing, because she supposed that someone had stolen the body of the Lord Jesus. Now, how does that impact you? Do you believe today that Jesus actually rose from the dead by himself? Do you believe he had the help of Roman soldiers? Do you believe he had the help of the disciples, Uh, the Jewish leaders? Who is it that took the body of Jesus, the dead body of Jesus, out of the grave? I'll tell you who it was. It was Jesus himself. It was God the Father. Jesus was raised from the dead by the power of God, not by the sleight of hand of the disciples. Mary knew it, and you and I know it as well. And we have to believe it if we want to honor the Lord Jesus on this Easter Sunday. Well, we're looking into the story of Mary Magdalene, the star of this Easter weekend. And we've seen that she wanted to honor her Lord. She had no trouble believing that Jesus was alive. So she went immediately and told Peter and John. And then she looked in the tomb. And she didn't see a body. She herself, with her own eyes, didn't see a body. But she saw two angels. And these two angels had something to say to her. They said, He he isn't here. He's risen, as he said. Now, we're looking at John chapter 20, and at verse 14, reading on now in the story, it says, Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Now, look at this. Mary is outside the tomb weeping. She knows there's no body of Jesus in the tomb, that someone has gone in and stolen the body away, taken the body away. And then Mary has one of those several recorded resurrection firsts. She turned around, she saw Jesus. Mary Magdalene was the first human being to see the risen Lord. Mary was the first to the tomb after the Sabbath, the Passover. Says on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early. Verse one. Mary is also the first to discover that the tomb was empty she saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Also, John 20, verse 1. But Mary was the first to announce the resurrection of Jesus. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple to whom she loved and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Simon Peter and John, the disciple Jesus loved, are hearing the story for the first time, but they're hearing it from this woman, Mary Magdalene, the first to announce the resurrection. And Mary was the first to offer a human explanation for the disappearance of Jesus' body. See, when the two angels questioned Mary, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they've laid him. Verse 13, And then Mary was the first to see Jesus alive. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. This is a woman who is a star because, well, she played such a huge role in the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth. She recorded all these firsts that we've just seen. As a woman who wanted to honor the Lord Jesus. You know, when we want to honor Jesus, he wants to honor us. And he so did that with Mary Magdalene. Ah, but our story isn't finished yet. We're in John chapter 20 now at verse 15. Listen to this. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom do you seek? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, sir... If you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Here is Mary. What faith this woman had. She thinks she can take the body of Jesus from wherever it was taken and likely bring it back to the tomb. Mary, what faith this woman has. How on earth is she going to pick up a dead man and carry him anywhere? That's why I call this woman the star, the lead actress of the resurrection story. Beyond the Lord Jesus himself, Mary Magdalene is the key person in this entire story. Not Peter, not John, not Thomas or Philip or the other disciples. It's Mary. Mary, who wanted to honor Jesus. Well, in looking at her story, we want to wrap this up and understand that Mary was the first person to actually believe in the resurrection. That's what makes her stand out. Verse 16. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Arabic, in Aramaic, rather, Rabboni. Uh, Aramaic is a sister language to Hebrew, and Rabboni simply means my teacher, my master, my rabbi. See, she believes that this is Jesus and that he is alive. Paul left out a very important person in listing all the people who had seen the resurrected Lord. First Corinthians 15, listen to what he says. For I delivered to you as first importance what I also received that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, and most of all are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to the apostles. Last of all, as one untimely born, he appeared also to me. Now, he was listing these men in a male-oriented society that had seen the Lord Jesus. But the very first person to see the Lord Jesus alive was not a man. It was a woman. It was Mary Magdalene. We're looking at John chapter 20. Let me read part of the story From Matthew 28, it rounds out the rest of the story. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow, And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen as he said. And now these important words. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up to him and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Now, Jesus gives this great assurance that we will see him after his resurrection. In fact, he tells the women, Come and see, and then go and tell. That's our job today, isn't it? To come and see. That Jesus is alive. Come and see the tomb is empty. Come and get your head, filled with, your head filled with the facts. The facts are. The disciples didn't steal the body of Jesus. The Romans didn't do it. The Jews didn't do it. None of these groups had any reason to steal Jesus' body. And if they had a reason, they had no opportunity. You and I have to believe firmly in our heart of hearts. Jesus is alive today. And the promise for us is we are alive because he is alive. He said, because I live, you will live also. And we also need to know that after we come and see, get our heads filled with the facts, we need to tell somebody about that. Just like Mary, when she Wanted to honor the Lord. Had to tell somebody about the Lord. You and I need to do the same. Well, let me conclude today by looking back in Mark 16, verse 9. Now, when he rose from the dead early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. But when they heard that he was alive and that he'd been seen by her, they would not believe it. (laughs) Can you believe it? The disciples didn't believe that Jesus had risen from the dead. Now, let me apply as I bring this to a close. Let me apply the, the five W's of any good reporter. Five W's. Say this, you need to ask who, and the who is Mary and the risen Lord. What? Mary saw the empty tomb and the Lord very much alive. Where? Well, Jerusalem, at the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. When? Early Sunday morning at the very breaking of the dawn. And why? Because what is recorded by the gospel writers actually happened. Why Mary? Why not Peter or John? Why not Jesus' mother, Mary? Why not those who also followed the Lord? Why this woman? Well, Mary appeared to advance the New Testament promise of the individual. See, God doesn't save us in bunches. He saves us as individuals. So you have a story to tell, and so do I. The story reminds me that Jesus appears to individuals like Mary. And appearing to Mary advanced the New Testament's effort to raise the status of women in the Roman Empire. See, this is a male-dominated world. Women had very few rights. They were not deemed reliable witnesses. But Jesus, in appearing to Mary and Paul, in saying that there is neither Jew nor Greek, There's no bond nor free, there's neither male nor female, but we are all one in Christ. The New Testament does more for the cause of women than any other ancient document. All these reasons are true, but I believe Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene for her unusual faithfulness to him. So are you faithful to Lord today? Are you resting in his promise? That he is alive and you will be alive as well. Do you really believe, as did Mary, that Jesus rose from the dead? If you do, this Easter is a great time to tell something.
0: What a wonderful lesson from guest speaker, Dr. Woodrow Kroll, preparing us to tell others this week about the resurrection of Jesus, assuring them that he is alive. This is Encounter God's Truth, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. Dr. Kroll is once again our guest speaker for some special holiday messages. To listen to this program again, along with past broadcasts featuring Dr. Woodrow Kroll, as well as additional Easter messages by Dr. John Whitcomb, visit us at sermonaudio.com slash whitcomb. You can get there easily from our webpage at WhitcombMinistries.org. And for more news and Easter encouragement, find us at Facebook.com slash Ministries. Next week, Dr. Kroll will finish this series, giving us even more biblical reasons to believe in Jesus' resurrection. Until then, we pray you have a wonderful Palm Sunday.